Welcome to The Table. You are listening to the Kingstown Communion podcast with lead pastor Michelle Matthews. The Kingstown Communion is a new United Methodist Church existing to gather people into communion with Jesus Christ through courageous conversation, creative community, and collaborating for the common good. For more information about upcoming events and opportunities to serve, visit our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Kingstown Communion. We're glad that you're listening along with us. If you live close by, we hope you'll join us for worship in person. And if you ever feel so inclined to help us by giving financially, you can do so on our website, kingstowncommunion.net. So this is our last week of this sermon series, um, Jesus is the Question. Um, And here are the facts of this case today. A king throws a party for his son. It could have been anyone. Could have been his mom. Could have been a luau. It could have been. But a king throws a party for his son. Doesn't matter what kind of party, who it was for. It was likely a black tie, lays not optional kind of affair. Everybody who is anybody was invited to this party. Whether, whatever other celebrations were going on down the street, forget those. This isn't just some like bring your own beer, bring your own blanket kind of um, kind of party. This is not a drop in, drop out kind of party. Um, this was a real big, festive, grand event. And so the king is throwing this party, and when the king throws a party, he expects that the dance floor is going to be full all night, and everyone is going to drink the finest wine, and will never get tipsy, and there is only one big decked out table, and that's the head table. At the party, the food never runs out, and everyone is invited to join in the fun. And yet, when invitations go out for this party, no one wants to come. And so the king is left alone, all dressed up, laid up. He's got his lay on, and this extravagant feast is waiting, and and nobody to share it with. The king is desperate to see his children play, to hear his children sing, to have them at the party. His endless riches can't buy their love. He can only extend the invitation, and they don't come. And so the king sends the servants out again, tells them to go try again. Surely, if they know the scope of what is being offered here, I mean, it's Momo and Pokey. They will come. Surely they would know. Been there, done that. They said, I have no time for that. I can't take off of work. And so still no one comes to the party. Now the king's sadness begins to turn into anger. And you can hear that in this passage. Okay, then I'll start over. Punish those ungrateful invitees. Burn the whole city even if I have to. 
He screams, and then he says to his servants, go out into the streets and find everyone you can and bring them to the wedding hall instead. We're going to have a feast regardless of who comes today. And then the parable takes one last turn. When the banquet is finally full of people off the streets, the king enters and notices that one of the guests is not wearing the proper attire, the wedding garments, the wedding robe. And here comes Jesus' last question for us today. How did you get in here without a robe? Christine, how did you get in here without your robe? How did, how did you get in here without your robe, Jesus asks. And one might expect that this guest would, like, mount an argument. Nobody told me I had to wear a robe. That was not on the invitation. Or your attendants ran out of robes. Or I don't even know where to even find a robe. Or I'm not from the kind of family, the, the kind of class that typically owns robes. But the guest says nothing in return to Jesus' question. And so Jesus asks, how did you get in here without a robe? And then in hearing no response, the king is incensed. He's angry and has this, this speechless guest thrown out into the utter darkness, it says. So here we are at a party. But we find ourselves reading this wild and wooly story of Jesus. This brutal edge that defines simplistic categories in our minds. How rude, Jesus. But I'd like to suggest that at the heart of this parable is... Um, it re- there is really a message here about the extravagant extravagant grace of God and also this invitation that we might become active participants in that grace Woody Allen famously said that 80% of life is simply showing up but Jesus wouldn't agree with that The first thing we get here, the first thing to know about this party is that showing up is not good enough for Jesus. The great thing about a great party is that we get to participate in it. We get to join in the fun of a party. God doesn't just invite us to the party. God wants us to turn the noun of party into a verb party, to party at the party. And this is one of those parties requiring some thought and preparation for a space like this is we need to be people who do good works. Augustine said it was the robe of love 
That love is the preparation for coming to the party. Luther being Luther said it was the robe of faith. That faith is the preparation needed before coming to the party. And I would say they're all right and they're all wrong. <laughs> and it's not the point. Jesus is saying that God's kingdom is one in which love and justice and truth and mercy and holiness and hospitality all reign. And they are the clothes which we wear to God's party. And if we choose not to wear them, if we choose not to participate, the parable says we are not welcome at the dance. What a wild and woolly story from Jesus. The one we thought says all are welcome. Just showing up is not enough for Jesus. And the second thing I know, notice about this party is that this party has already begun before 10 a.m. today. The kingdom of God is, is happening all around us, and so we might as well take part in that fun, right? Everywhere we turn, God is, God is doing the kingdom's work in our midst. The work of justice, the work of healing, go down to Rising Hope on Route 1, right? God's, God our mother, King kingdom vision where the food never runs out and everybody eats at the table, right? Find someone who is sick, someone who is lonely and desperately needs a friend and hold their hand and be the presence of God's spirit comforting them. Designate time on, on your knees praying for God, God's kingdom of peace to be known and the violence that engulfs the world to end. And then finally, the third thing we notice. One, that showing up is not enough, that this party already began before today. Third thing we notice is that we should, that we should see this party as a serious matter of life and death. And in lieu of pineapples, the centerpiece of that party would be the cross. For Jesus was actually telling this story less than a week before his death. He was already inside the city walls of Jerusalem, religious leaders and Roman politicos are, you know, beginning to plot against his life. And if the parable sounds a little aggressive, <laughs> you're going to be thrown into the utter darkness. It's aggressive, a little frustrated by Jesus, maybe even a little angry. It's because Jesus knows there is not much time for people to come to the party. Participating in the kingdom of God is the most important decision of our lives. And as Jesus stares down his own death, he wants to be sure we understand what it's about. The invitation to God's kingdom party is an invitation to clothe ourselves with the death and resurrection of Jesus. It's a matter of life and death. And so how did you get in here without a robe? How did you get in here without a robe, Jesus asks. A question that is this invitation to take part in the extravagant, joyful party. The most important invitation will ever be offered. An invitation to shed the garments of our old lives and to put on the robe of Christ and to become a disciple of Jesus today.
So let's continue to do that by praying. God, we, we come to the party and we want to be people who don't just show up, but people who actively participate in your grace and see it everywhere even before we ever came in the room and also know that it is so important that people get invited to the party, <laughs> that it's a matter of life and death. Thank you for, for our mothers and our myths who know well the, 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 the sense of life and death <laughs> as they care for, for, for their child. Even more so, God, is, the, is your kingdom a matter of urgency? Is it, is it so important that our lives, our very lives, our love hangs on it? And so make us people who take it seriously. as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.